0: Woe to you, O Earth and Sea! It's the Hot nation. 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 nation USA podcast.
1: Hot Nation USA welcome back i hope everybody enjoyed their 4th of July celebration we are here we are independent we are drinking beer i am adam with
2: me of course is steve hello everybody out there in the world and welcome back to adam
1: yes uh, i'm glad to be back uh, my ailment is uh, gone you done boffing and foughtin' so you can come back on the show? Well, at least I'm back on a regular schedule with that. Okay. So I can schedule that around the podcast, so we're good. Right we're, on. We're operating again. No more surprises. That, that is, we hope. All right. We hope. <laughs>
3: I have so many questions right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will tell you in the break.
3: <laughs> Glad to see you in one piece. <laughs> Me
1: too. Me too.
2: But regardless, uh, yeah, I'm back. Kelsey's back. I'm back hell yeah kelsey was not sick though i was not sick she just comes in intermittent well she's yeah. just a different kind of sick she's more sick totally yeah
1: yeah tubular
2: Tubular. yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah no.
2: thanks 90s kids
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah back happy to be here excited to record tonight
2: it's hella awesome cowabunga etc etc
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so on and so forth
3: it's gonna be a very 90s catchphrase show isn't it
2: uh who knows i mean (laughs) most of them are like I don't, I don't that's that's kind of how i live my life yeah
3: so. in the 90s i'm glad we're into the 90s now yes for a while we were stuck in the 70s and 80s adam but i'm glad that we've at least made it to the 90s it feels good does it feel good it
1: does feel good you made it you made Yay. it Congratulations. <laughs> you made it you did it sugar ray <laughs> can get back together in a couple of years
3: <laughs> um hootie and the blowfish is playing at the iheartradio music festival you in september i heard that today and i was <laughs> like wait what
2: that's n- not surprising n- oh. none of this is surprising no <laughs> i uh, heard local h is still playing shows
1: i'd go watch a local h show i'm sure you would <laughs> <laughs> they got that one song
2: i know that exactly they all have that one song and you can just make money off 90 songs mm-hmm. yeah but we're talking music and you may have heard at the beginning of the show, we had another new song that's not our usual intro. We ha- we have a you know a more upbeat punk song, and it's not from the 90s; it's from the now. I'm, I'm all the now. about the now. i live into in into the, the now. now. I live in the now. Uh, but the song you heard was "Rotten Fruit" by Summer of Blood. They're uh, you know a bit of a. Uh, desert punk rock uh kind of outfit okay they, they got that stooges influence and uh you know personally i hear a bit of the dwarves and to take it back to the 90s they do have a little uh butthole surfers in there
4: all right
1: yeah hey. so okay i'll take a little pepper with that
2: no, doesn't sound like Pepper at all. I know, but that's it's the a, only song that I, I know, know by that. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's the only one you know because it's the only one they play on the X. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you can find Summer of Blood on uh, the Spotify and the YouTubes, or you can just go on their website at www. red. dot red. dot red. They, right. sp- they spent that extra cash to get Hell that. yeah! Get that bespoke.
3: <laughs> I mean, if you're <laughs> famous Summer of Blood, I mean. Yeah. Yeah why not
2: yeah uh and then you know you can also find them on instagram at summer of blood band oh, all okay. one word okay that's it but yeah you'll hear uh more of those in the interstitials between our segments and then at the very end of the episode you'll be able to hear the entire song so stay tuned to check it out great yeah it's like uh mcu you know post right it's the post credits yeah <laughs> yeah you you get the little teases of the song mm-hmm. and then you get the full song at the end that's where samuel l jackson shows up mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and tells you something you think is gonna happen that's right <laughs>
2: right but uh yeah if you are out there and you have your own band and you have your own song that you want us to you know play on the play on the air waves get you a little bit of that you know uh what do you call it exposure for free i'm exposure bucks yeah, we, we do exposure bucks for free on this show, <laughs> as long as your song don't suck.
1: <laughs> that is a criteria that yeah. we have.
2: But, you know, hit us up on Twitter at, at HopNationUSA or email us at uh, HopNationUSA at gmail.com, and we'll see about getting you on the show as well. It's time to talk beer again, and uh, it's time to talk summertime treats. Hell yeah, treats
3: summertime treats
1: yes oh.
2: summertime treats but we're not doing fatty boy pastry stouts no we're going <laughs> to save that for after the show we had, we, we had to find another way to get a whole bunch of sugar in our system
1: <laughs> <laughs> so kelsey what yeah. is the first beer we are going to try today so
3: our first beer is coming to us from captain lawrence brewing company and that is out of elmsford new york it is called soft swerve orange cream
2: very nice and very i nice. believe
3: this beer is coming to us uh this evening from sam yes frequent collaborator of the show
2: frequent collaborator sometimes guest host sometimes you know uh just all around good dude who donated this to the cause
3: so all around good friend Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm, mm -hmm, agreed mm -hmm. agreed
3: so thanks sam for the beer tonight so the soft swerve is a milkshake ipa um and it's brewed with orange vanilla and milk sugar Mm. it's a seven and a half percent and
2: IBUs be, be damned. Yeah. IBUs be,
3: used, be yeah. damned. Yeah. When it, much.
2: I mean, it's calling out that it's wants to be ice cream. Yeah. yeah. So it I, don't matter. I don't think it's going to be super hoppy. <laughs> no, no.
1: There, there's not going to be eight pounds of magnum. Yeah. In this can. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <sighs> Let's crack face. that bad boy open.
3: Oh yeah, it smells orangey.
2: Orange. Orange. Doesn't look completely like orange juice. No, not completely, but it's definitely hazy. Oh yeah,
3: it looks like mimosa juice. Like it
2: there you go, it, yeah. It
3: looks like mimosa juice.
2: It looks like a mimosa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the uh, on the nose, it uh, is actually it got a little bit of that hop to it.
3: Yeah, it's like an orange hop.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit of a citrus hop there, and uh, smells pretty good. I'm I like it. it. That'll be. I honest. like it. On the it, it, just going back to the look for a second, it has like a, a bit of a frothy head
3: it did have a frog it did but it, went,
2: it, it went away pretty quickly though it went away pretty quickly but there's like uh like a almost like a slurry yeah like you can see like, like
3: a film almost
2: mm-hmm. yeah almost a film i'm, I'm gonna say it's more of like the milk sugar yeah. Just resting at the top is what it looks like. <laughs> it's trying exactly. to escape the hops. Yeah. It, it, That's it, exactly what it looks like. It looks like. like it's been dusted with confectioner sugar at the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does.
3: <laughs> if you stare at it long enough, it could give you some abstract art. Maybe. maybe
2: it's yeah. like the abyss. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's like, what do you see in the clouds of this milk sugar? All right.
1: That's a good game. Yeah, right? I see a Triforce. I see right. a
3: whale. Okay. I'm gonna try it though now. steve
2: sees us wasting time before we drink this beer <laughs> yeah. absolutely because i just started drinking it i i can care less what i saw <laughs> adam's making a face
3: adam's making a face
2: i am making a face
3: it's very orangey it's very citrusy but i'm not getting a lot of that cream
2: no no thick. i'm not getting cream flavor but, but it is thick like it cream. is thick it's thick like With cream. A Weird. C's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's like maybe three c's thick
1: <laughs> thick I can't get behind this beer. Okay. All right. I, I don't know. I'm not jamming on it right now.
4: Okay. All
2: right. Uh, for me, I, I kind of like it. It's, I don't know, it it doesn't really blow me out of the water in any way, but at the same time, it's not overly sweet. It's just thick. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. There, It doesn't have like a really bad resinous aftertaste at all. Mm-mm. So you can tell it's not overly hopped or anything like that. It's just kind of uh, run of the mill though, and the orange like there's a good orange flavor, but yeah,
3: yeah, yeah I'm not getting a lot of that uh, that milk sugar, that sweetness, that uh, maybe a smidge of vanilla, but not like vanilla creaminess that I it doesn't was have expecting. that that
1: creamsicle yeah. side of things. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: that's what I wanted in this beer, but maybe it'll get there. Who knows? There's still time for you, soft swerve, a yeah. whole segment's worth.
1: You're so encouraging. <laughs> thank you you can do it software <laughs> we believe in you try your best it's hey, <laughs> you know all what? you can do
3: maybe as it warms up it's gonna get you know
2: that's true maybe it's shy
3: little, yeah maybe it's just maybe a it's shy, shy. <laughs> yeah maybe just d- needs d- a little encouragement
2: mm-hmm. i don't think it should be encouraged to warm up though because it's no. supposed to be a milkshake i know orange ice cream i know goofy time silly boy
3: you know what this <laughs> would be really good over though hmm. vanilla ice cream
2: oh yeah mm. sure yeah you can make a float out of this yeah. easy. yeah yeah. Then you then you'll get exactly what you want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> I get what I want.
3: <laughs> Alrighty. So yeah, let's uh continue to uh think about, rate, enjoy this beer. But until then, I believe news, yes. notes.
1: Yes. And neat. And yes. neat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It is time.
3: It is time.
2: Steve, would you like to go first? sure i'll go first because i'll just be bitchy (laughs) okay i i read a story and it's uh it was for the first time that i took a stance kind of almost against craft beer in a way okay but i'll explain the story real quickly uh it was actually in the new york times and there is a brewery in manchester england called seven brothers Mm -hmm. and seven brothers partnered with kellogg's cereal Mm-hmm. Oh, no. and they partnered with the uk branch and what they did is they have been taking uh portions of unused cereal that didn't meet quality assurance and okay. quality control so you just like weird shaped corn flakes shit like that yeah Word weird shaped a little bit extra burnt you know like sl- they, they just don't meet the the qa mm-hmm Uh, So Kellogg's throws out a lot of fucking cereal (laughs) (laughs) because they have been sending 5,000 tons to farms in the area to feed the animals. Okay, which makes sense. That's fine.
3: How many tons?
2: 5,000. Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: it's a lot of reject cereal.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of reject cereal. Uh, Seven Brothers has partnered with uh, them, though, and they're taking a portion of that 5,000 tons now, Mm -hmm. and they are making uh, IPAs out of it they started doing that in 2018 and now 2019 they've added rice krispies okay and cocoa puffs to okay. that as well so they're doing a rice krispie pale and a cocoa puff stout
3: i was hoping you were gonna say stout after that cocoa puff not like yeah, IPA like right. <laughs> or an ale <laughs>
2: yeah that'd be pretty gross
3: that'd be real gross
2: yeah but I, I just i don't know i couldn't get behind it why not because just the way they were framing it is it, it and especially because of the way the article was written, okay. Nowhere in the article does it mention what Kellogg's does for like giving cereal to people in need. Mm. It's all about this upcycling mm-hmm. to make it in the beer. And craft beer is, you know, historically for you know not poor people, right? <laughs> right. They have uh, Kate Price, and she is she's the social responsibility manager for kellogg's brand in uk i had no idea that was a position that was available within well, companies well it is now no it way. is in it is in 2019 okay no <laughs> yeah. you have to be socially responsible and like she was promoting how like they're, they're it's really important for them to make sure food doesn't go to waste and it, mm. had, it goes back oh, into the community but at no point did she mention like giving food to people who are really in need i i
1: wonder how it doesn't make their quality standards is it just like too big too small or is yeah. it... it
2: it's just it's still edible it's all still ed- edible because obviously it can be used in, in beer a, in, right in, in the food stuff of beer mm-hmm. it's all still edible food it just looks silly
1: yeah this is a bunch of pony loaf
2: right and it, yeah. it, that and that's the thing is like this new york times article just went all through like this jo session about how this cereal is not going to waste and it's getting mm. upcycled
3: yeah it's getting upcycled into the byproduct of a beer that then either is still going to a farm potentially or just getting tossed
2: yeah because it's still mash and like it's still another thing that's pointed out in the new york times article is about how a third of all food that is you know consumable is Mm -hmm. wasted
1: that that number is way too high
2: yeah that's all it's way too high it all just goes to landfills and it produces you know emissions Mm -hmm. as it breaks down but I mean, that's still what happens after you make a mash, right? Right. It's still it, like you either have to feed it to an animal,
3: or you have to like somehow make something out of it yourself, like bread or cake
2: right. Yeah. Or you, you still know. have to find ways to make it consumable, yeah. yeah. Or else it goes back to the landfill and makes yeah. emissions. <laughs> it, 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 it was pretty funny because uh, there was uh, they took a quote from somebody. Her name's Emily Broadlieb and she's the food law and policy clinic head at harvard um, okay i don't yeah that's uh, whatever <laughs> it's a position of some sort at harvard i assume she just kind of looks over things and says mm, that's not good and this is good but uh, her quote was if food is still safe it should go to people yeah and yeah. I, I yeah. almost guarantee, like I almost guarantee, you this isn't what she meant. No, no, she meant food should go to people in need. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not dickheads with scarves around their necks <laughs> and twill hats and
3: <laughs> and shoulder packs and shoulder packs. Yeah.
2: Okay.
3: I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm,
2: tra- I'm, tra- I'm trying to hone in on. Is that a thing?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Shoulder packs. Yeah. What? It's-
3: yeah, so, obviously, I'm going to take a fanny pack break here for a second. The fanny pack is back. I knew that. Okay, but now, especially men, are wearing them as, like, little shoulder bags or, like, crossbody.
1: Oh, okay. Um, All right. Yeah. I Weights packs. So, I, it's,
3: like, almost like a, a crossbody pack slash a shoulder pack. Okay. Yeah sorry fashion that's no,
2: fine yeah. Adam, yeah adam learned something there I acknowledge <laughs> not gonna but like, use these it these
3: are the type of people who i see in like i want the rice crispy pale Oof. ale please Oof. well yeah
2: and, and, that, and that's the thing is that's what made me just take a whole stance against this article on a whole is because it's a lot of it's a lot of back padding mm-hmm. but i don't know it didn't it, i don't know it just didn't read right to me okay i did have i will give kellogg's credit though even though it was omitted from the article i did my own research on my own just to say you know kellogg's isn't completely ass Uh, like in 2016 they did provide 1 billion servings of cereal in donation okay all right to just different causes all over you know whether it's you know whether it's a community that was like in need Mm -hmm. from a disaster or just people in general who need help kellogg's does donate a lot of food <laughs> that's good that's yeah. great yeah but this, this article ain't it this article <laughs> is just like we took cow food and then turned it into beer and then turned it back into cow food we right. did, exactly all they did was they add a step yeah we added a step <laughs> a step
3: to make a consumable for another consumable
2: Yeah. yeah another consumable and to make cans of beer that are more expensive than boxes of cereal right yeah right
4: hmm.
2: so i don't know neat i didn't care for it okay stop writing articles like that <laughs> well, it's, the, it's the new york times so it's
1: fake news anyways and oh, okay etc <laughs> etc cetera, et cetera. thanks mr president <laughs> <laughs> and we're avoiding that conversation by going to another piece of news okay uh our good friends at voodoo yeah they are expanding it's the best news again again <laughs> again I Always like bigger. like last time
3: i was on here we talked about a new voodoo location well, apparently you are mm-hmm.
1: the, the voodoo queen because <laughs> here we go again and this time they are going west
3: west west
1: all the way to cleveland
3: wow yes
1: they are going to cleveland heights they anticipate opening this summer mm-hmm. uh it will be a a pub so there will be food there as well you get all your your voodoo needs that's all just a quick hitter they're opening again Mm -hmm. another another and another one yeah
3: so maybe the next time i'm on we'll have the same note
2: they'll be in indianapolis by that point in time yeah indianapolis maybe west virginia who knows
3: maybe west virginia
2: maybe columbus columbus would make sense actually yeah i mean they're you move into ohio you get cleveland and then columbus and then Cincinnati. cincinnati yeah right yeah that's how they go yeah. Then um, Indianapolis. Yeah.
3: Do you ever go, go north Chicago. though to like Toledo?
2: <laughs> nah, fuck Toledo in the butt. <laughs> wow. wow. If they go to Toledo, it'll just be one of those shipping container <laughs> pop ups <laughs> that they do. <laughs> okay, then take that, Toledo. <laughs> yeah, colito I don't care. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's how, that's how little I care about pronouncing their name correctly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just Toledo. Take right. that. <laughs> all right. Home of the Rockets. Right. <laughs> Their
1: collegiate team. Great. Yeah. So, you another another quick hitter. Uh, this isn't really news, just a, a quick update. But, uh, Dunkfish Head and Sam Adams are officially together. Uh, the SEC approved, so they are officially one and the same now.
2: Okay. So, okay.
1: the U.S. government, Uncle Sam says, Yeah, you guys are the same now.
2: So, they signed all the papers and signed all the paperwork. Uh, Sam Calizzone kissed Jim Cook in the mouth,
1: and right, they all had a good right. time. Right. He, okay. he has the. Uh, he has the title of brewer and founder comma dogfish head gotcha that's his official title gotcha there you go so kelsey do you have a
2: news note or neat
3: um yes adam i do have a news news
2: and you have a nose <laughs> <laughs>
3: neat <laughs> news notes and neat <laughs> tongue twister all right so tonight i want to talk about antitrusts
2: <laughs> oh okay. right i know we're it's going terrible. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we're going on bear with me all right so the title of this article is, is antitrust scrutiny for beer put that bad idea on ice
2: and what's this from the washington examiner
3: this is from the washington examiner
1: yes mm-hmm. oh okay that's say that's a conservative rag if i remember correctly
3: <laughs> so Um, they are talking about the modern American beer market and how it's overflowing with innovative
1: beer.
4: Okay.
3: So, like, they're talking about the beer sector has quickly become one of the most competitive industries in America, so it may come as a surprise that some politicians think today's beer market is not competitive enough, and they might be in need of antitrust scrutiny to prevent potential beer monopolies from forming. This article that I was reading was saying that some of the Democratic presidential candidates have voiced their desire to make antitrust cool again. Um, And in fact, a Democratic senator from Minnesota, Amy Klobuchar.
2: Oh, Klobuchar.
3: Has explicitly pushed for more antitrust scrutiny of the beer industry in the past, warning of so-called he if large companies such as Anheuser-Busch, InBev, Mm. and SAB Miller joined forces. Gotcha. So, Recently, uh, Congressional Democrats listed the beer sector among five examples of industries that the government may need to crack down on for monopolistic tendencies. Um, They cited the fact that several large brewing companies have made high profile acquisitions of smaller craft breweries in recent years, which lawmakers argue could block craft brewers access to the marketplace. The problem with this theory though, I as I was reading it and the article states, is that there's no evidence to back any
1: of this <laughs> No numbers, um, no cited yeah. examples, nothing.
3: Nothing, so like um, any effort to create a beer monopoly, even if a company were to try to do so, would be pretty much impossible because of how comp- ultra competitive the beer market is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, breweries come in every shape and size, and even like a decade ago, um when beer shelves were all pretty much macro uh the modern consumer has an infinite selection from which to choose
4: yeah
2: which is truth so the big thing about this that is AB InBev basically already had its monopoly yeah like and by monopoly we're not talking just it sold the most beer and it you know still sells the most beer Mm -hmm. right but it owns farms Right. which hops are produced on right it owns uh was it northern brewer or yeah or whatever yeah. the, yeah. the homebrew outfit yeah. yeah so they control like they have a lot of control over production mm-hmm. like that's as close as you can get to like fucking old school standard oil yeah with yeah. rockefeller controlling the railroads <laughs> so that's as close as you can get is control like the only thing AB InBev doesn't do is control the planes that fly the hops over here right right yet yeah yet Yeah. So, but the fact that we have so many breweries that have popped up recently is, and still continue to open. We have I don't know how many damn more opening that I haven't been to yet. Yeah,
3: probably like eight to ten. Yeah, in our city. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's silly to even talk antitrust for beer right now.
3: Yeah, and I think with the frequency that breweries are opening and how many are opening is speaking to the beer culture of today Yes, because so many people are starting to become obsessed with new releases and how tap lines and tap lists are constantly varying and constantly rotating Um, and it's like all these new beer offerings it's you know people aren't necessarily brand loyal anymore i mean some people are brand loyal Mm -hmm. but it's like style loyal now right or you know Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so it's like true market dominance isn't actually happening.
1: So in that regard, what I suggest is we bring antitrust suits against IPAs. <laughs> Can't do that. Can't do that. I, I think we can. <laughs> I IP, think
2: IPA can. is not a company, yeah. so <laughs> I don't care. Then we need to break this up. If you if you want to bring antitrust up against somebody, you have to bring it up against like Mad Max. and yes. you'd you'd have to prove that their t- uh, tap lines are dominated by IPAs, and they are so maybe you could you know bring a bring something up against them yeah <laughs> to to break up their tap lines a little bit more or i could probably just go talk to them you can yeah. just talk nice yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's you, try that first yeah yeah so, <laughs> stop calling the damn cops all the time <laughs> try talking to somebody <laughs> first
3: <laughs> yeah so i mean this article it goes on more to like that brand loyalty the community like you know with the breweries popping up in communities people are more likely to go to their local brewery right. mm-hmm. you know the brewery in their neighborhood um plus well,
2: it's, it's been so long since any of those businesses have really made an acquisition i think yeah okay at least a splash acquisition yeah. right
3: uh, yeah exactly and
2: mostly acquisitions that have been made actually have not worked out ballast point right right <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: So um, the article does say that it is important to take a step back and consider whether there's actually anything inherently wrong with larger breweries buying up smaller operations. Um, So while many smaller breweries remain proudly independent and are able to thrive, many other craft brewers have found value in partnering with larger companies. Um, So they go on to cite uh, the founders of Devil's Backbone Brewing in Virginia, which was purchased by AB InBev in 2016. They noted that the additional capital they received from that sale has allowed them to build a new headquarters and spend more time on R&D. I mean...
1: R&D take take that for what you will R&D is 200 bucks worth of equipment
2: (laughs) it's a bucket
1: it's a bucket don't shoot
2: I'm not yelling you, Kelsey
1: R&D is is 200 bucks of equipment that I have in my basement right now
2: anybody can brew a pilot batch (laughs) shags
0: yeah
3: so this i mean this just ends like uh decisions over how to structure businesses like a brewery are best left to the free market the beer industry is as competitive as it has ever been and consumers are enjoying a never-ending selection of brews from a broad array of brewers and unless politicians can find better evidence for their concerns any talk of antitrust scrutiny for beer should be put on ice that is a direct ending paragraph of -hmm. this article end quote c Jarrett Dieterly. cool cool yeah so uh, i just thought that was like interesting because it's like it when you hear antitrust i think of like oh like maybe this, the tech <laughs> yeah. industry Comcast. needs to disney.
1: Like, <laughs> microsoft ibm
3: disney <yeah>. disney
1: disney <laughs>
3: disney can take all of i have said this to jeff so many times this year disney can just take all of my money this year <laughs>
1: Well, they're going to. They're, they're going to. They're that's... going to. And
3: that's the thing. Whether I'm, you know, watching ESPN or watching a Marvel movie or watching a live action remake or, you know, watching this. It's like Disney owns everything right now. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Tech and Disney. Those are my two.
1: And eventually it'll just be Tech Disney. Tech,
3: tech Disney. Disney. <laughs> Comcast is another one. Verizon's another one. Yeah. But that, I think that falls under the tech umbrella. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Yeah. The, it's disgusting the amount of things that are just owned vertically that you don't know about (laughs) you can you can basically look to like maybe six or seven companies and go ah my life is really controlled (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah farts (laughs) so when
3: i saw the headline on that i was like wait what and then just kind of reading through it it's like oh well they think this is never like not never going to happen but like not a it doesn't make any sense Mm. for it because you know the yeah. breweries are impacting their communities the way they need to be impacting them
2: did anybody ask what andrew yang had to say about it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> talking to amy klobuchar she didn't know shit obviously <laughs> go back to minnesota klobuchar <laughs>
3: maybe it's just a minnesota thing i don't know
2: i don't know oh sure yeah interesting hmm. Interesting, just yeah. like this beer that we had from Captain oh, Lawrence.
3: You transitioned that so well, Steve. Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. I was going
2: mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. I, I did find this beer interesting, though.
3: I found this beer interesting as
1: well.
2: I didn't like it. All right. Why don't you tell us why you didn't yeah. like it? Because you didn't really. Is it
3: because it's an IPA? No,
1: yet? no. Surprisingly, no. Okay. It, to to me, it 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 didn't have the creaminess that one would expect to to have a you know orange cream. Milkshake IPA. It didn't have the oranginess for an orange cream milkshake IPA. It it didn't do much of anything for me. I, it didn't work. For me, it just didn't work. It was... We talked about how it was thick. To me, I thought it was just overly thick. I didn't like it. All right, yeah. All right.
2: That, that, if it didn't hit you today, it didn't hit you today. No.
1: And that's the other thing was... Yes, I understand it's supposed to be a you know th- a thick creamy beer, but if this is supposed to be a summertime treat, mm-hmm. it I didn't find too it thick. to be too treaty. Yeah,
2: not refreshing enough for exactly. you. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, I I can get I can get behind I can get behind mm-hmm. that statement of it's it's just not treaty enough. Right. Because boy oh boy it was fucking hot today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's too that was too thick. Yeah. <laughs> for hot today. <laughs> yeah. 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 That that was close to syrup. But it, it wasn't, like, overly sweet. Like, it didn't approach the decadent. That's like, a good word to use on that, yeah. Yeah, the... Well, I'm, I, mean, I mean... Literally yeah, brewery, yeah. yes, I understand. <laughs> I, I mean literally the brewery, though, yeah. It didn't approach the decadent beers, which they have way more flavor to them. Mm-hmm. This didn't have that much flavor. It was, I mean, it was not that it was understated or not that it was bad in any way. It just, it didn't pop so like yeah the, the main thing you take away from this beer is it's thick <laughs> and, and it, you could, you could really get like similar flavors out of just like an orange shandy or something mm-hmm. else because it, it doesn't really differentiate itself in that way right right yeah kelsey what were your
1: thoughts on the uh on the beer we had here
3: uh it was definitely interesting i was hoping for more of that milky milkshake type flavor on the end but It delivered on the citrus notes, which I did appreciate, but it was very thick to drink. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if this would be a quench my thirst in this heat type of beer that I was something this orange with an orange slice on it and with a milkshake IPA label I would expect to do. Yeah,
2: Yeah. But if you throw it over some ice cream.
3: But yeah. You (laughs) you make a
2: float with it. (laughs) Then
3: yes, yes, yes. Sign me up. Do you have any ice cream?
2: I
1: do not. Ice cream. Sorry. (laughs) sorry everybody get that
3: thick ice cream
1: best i can get you is gelato okay
3: okay
2: well we'll see yeah. about we'll figure it out okay on the
3: break we'll maybe yeah. do some recipe testing because <laughs> i
2: just
1: remembered i have gelato in the some freezer some r&d if Neat. you will yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> r&d
2: who they think they are <laughs> <laughs> r&d a devil's backbone hey we made the vienna lager a little bit more vienna-y <laughs> Suck my dick. All right, I'm done before I start <laughs> popping off. All right, coming back. Segment two later. More summertime treats. First sip brew box
1: is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, first sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including T-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code Hop USA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com.
3: Welcome back, HOP Nation.
1: Ooh, she took it. It
2: She stole it. Stole it right from an Indian nose. Well, you got it, so run with it.
3: Episode 115. Yep. We're talking... Summer time fun
2: treats. Summertime, summertime treats summertime treats
3: summertime treats summertime treats and beer yes i believe you just heard a snippet from
2: some damn buddy okay it the, the band is summer of uh, blood yes yeah so
3: you just heard a snippet of from summer of blood
2: yeah that, that was the song it was underneath the first sip brew box ad I will say if you're listening to this episode on a friday as you should mm-hmm. you only have a couple days to get your order in for the uh, latest first sip brew box brew box which is pretty awesome uh it is because it's all fresh fest
3: fresh fest
2: yeah that's
3: f- what august 10th
2: august 10th yes mm-hmm. all right you can get your fresh fest swag swag from that's first set brew swag. box hell yeah fresh fest swag by first sit brew box <laughs> that's a tough wow, one wow that's yeah. a tough one <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even have that written down <laughs> so let's uh let's uh, loosen
1: things up a little bit here let's get into our second beer let's uh-huh. do it uh this beer comes from the good people of Oddside brewing yes okay uh out of beautiful grand haven michigan
3: beautiful
1: oh. beautiful it's from here on the mitten you can't see me pointing at my hand. Good like visual all, joke. Oh, yeah. Michiganers, dude. <laughs> but we are uh, going to enjoy the prickly pear cactus pineapple fruit sickle.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: I will say that again. It is the prickly pear cactus pineapple fruit sickle. There's, There's too much alliteration in this segment.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fresh Fest first sip. <laughs>
3: Pickley, pear, pineapple.
1: Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. So this clocks in at 4.5% ABV. It is a fruit beer IBUs. No one knows. No one cares. It's going to be delicious.
2: Yeah. Hopefully. So last year, Mm -hmm. when we did a Popsicle episode, we featured one of these. I believe it was like strawberry. Yes, it was. Yeah. So now it's back again because it's it's still a summertime treat. Mm -hmm. Popsicles are summertime treat. I
3: love Popsicles.
1: Yeah.
2: You know what it's time to do? Drink the beer, open Drink the, the beer. beer. Treat yourself. Treat treat yourself.
3: I want some of that prickly pear pineapple popsicle.
2: It's a bit much. Broken. Wow. You done dicked it up.
1: It's fine. Everything's fine.
3: Is this the first beer you've ever opened Adam? It is. Wow, look at that color.
2: It's a cheap Chinese aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Donnie. It's so pretty. Way to go.
3: Listeners, if I can paint you a visual, it is beautiful a beautiful like rosé pink color
2: you know what it looks like it's gorgeous I'll give you what it looks like what's it look like Steve I'm not going to give it in any, any flowery terms or any shit like that it looks like crush mm-hmm. that and crush is making a watermelon flavor for the summer oh. it looks like watermelon crush it
3: looks like watermelon juice it's beautiful
2: yeah beautiful but yeah very pink mm-hmm. also hazy as a bastard It's mm-hmm. a bastard as a bastard <laughs> okay. looks good I Isn't like it. it. it smells it. good.
1: It's I smell it. the cactus. Do you? No. Okay. I don't know what cactus <laughs> smells like. It smells like pricking.
2: <laughs> That's a whole other show, Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: And when I'm not on.
2: <laughs> you, ever, you, ever, you ever been on a porn set? It smells like pricking. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Moving along. Let's try this. That is pretty delightful.
1: Now this is much more in the realm of refreshing than I was expecting from this episode.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I uh, I still have no idea what uh prickly pear cactus tastes like.
2: Well it's whatever what you taste up front mm-hmm. because the back end is pineapple. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's almost almost like a uh like a light
2: watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. Do, I mean it does have that watermelony kind of flavor up front to me it gives off the uh the vibe of the hell or high watermelon by 21st amendment mm. a little bit it's it's a little more sour a little more tart than that right but it, it's got that that refreshing vibe to it mm-hmm. i would i would be
1: willing to put them in the cooler side by side yeah if that makes sense
4: yeah for a
1: sure. show. some would even say foshisi some would some would indeed yes <laughs> so whilst we enjoy this because what the hell are you doing I'm looking
3: at the prickly pear cactus. Oh, okay. I'm just Googling random stuff on your phone now, so you're going to be on the list. You're welcome. Oh, great. <laughs> no, I'm looking at a prickly pear cactus. What does it look like? I mean, it looks like a cactus, and it has this delicious pink-looking fruit on the end.
2: Oh, okay. So that helps explain the color. Yeah. We no. don't live in the desert. We can identify carnivorous and deciduous are the two types of trees yeah them trees we can identify the difference between those two some got cones some don't (laughs) there you go yeah that's how it goes they got cones some got cones and needles the other the ones that don't don't
1: that's right (laughs) they lose their leaves those are the deciduous kind yeah it's
2: true
3: looks kind of like a dragon
1: fruit.
2: yeah it does kind of look like a dragon fruit all right, maybe that's just what dragon fruit is. I don't know. All right, ah. so I'm gonna keep enjoying this
3: refreshing <laughs> brew from Odd Side.
2: I will say, yeah, I will say it is refreshing though. Mm-hmm. It's a again, it's not overly sweet. No. It is a little more tart. Yeah, it's it's what I would expect if you made a paleta i don't know what a paleta is a paleta is a popsicle that's basically made with real fruit and real mm. fruit juice. oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just fancy hipster popsicle i'm gonna say i knew what it was i just didn't know what the name of it was Mm-mm. yeah right. we've t- i'm almost 99 percent sure i've said the same damn thing last year and i probably <laughs> i
1: probably said the same thing right you well, don't remember so I don't know yeah. what a paleta is. Yeah, it's a paleta. So now I have had my yearly paleta reminder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Set mm-hmm. your
2: calendars for next July when it happens again.
1: Right. Sunrise, sunset.
2: <laughs> one one year, Adam <laughs> will eventually learn what a paleta is. Yes.
3: There will be a quiz later on, Adam. A paleta quiz? a p- Paleta. There will be a quiz is on the
1: paleta. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. <laughs>
3: I hate myself for saying it. it hurts my mouth a little
2: bit <laughs> you get used to it so how about a little history lesson
3: yes i love history
2: agreed i did some internet deep dives oh and i wanted to do a little more research into the history of how did all these summertime treats get to be summertime treats how did we get to the fact that you know beer can be popsicles and popsicles can be beer and vice versa and all the witch away arounds yeah. All this willy wonka shit going on. Yes. Yeah. How, How did do we, we get <laughs> here, Steve? How do we get to the point of all this willy wonka shit? So I'm gonna start on the side of beer becoming popsicles and ice cream. Okay. okay. I'll start with that. Great. We're gonna go all the way back to the year two thousand seven. In the year
1: two thousand Seven. Time.
2: Seven. <laughs>
3: the year I graduated something.
2: College college yeah because <laughs> sam i same here i did <laughs> call it uh but 2007 is when we kind of got our first beer popsicle also known as a hopsicle mm. that's what it was dubbed the hopsicle came to rise in alexandria virginia oh okay yes yeah. it was at a restaurant called rustico and the chef frank morales invented them And he uh started just by using low abv highly fruited beers okay yeah because the the low abv made it easier for them to freeze Mm. makes sense yeah and and he mixed it in with real fruit because if there's all you know if you're using a lambic that's you know got strawberries in it you're going to use yeah yeah you mix it with real strawberries and that was the first time in 2007 when you know ice cream was sold commercially at a restaurant it was hmm. made with beer. I did hmm. not know that. Yeah, I'm into it. You can jump back just a little bit uh, before that to 2005, and another chef uh, who serves at the restaurant Luke's in that's like in LA. Okay. Uh, but she wrote a she wrote a cookbook called Sunday Suppers at Luke's, and she had a uh, recipe for Guinness ice cream.
4: Ooh.
2: So that's kind of the first time at least i found in recorded history (laughs) 2005 is when you know somebody made ice cream using beer and Mm -hmm. you know it was with guinness because that's kind of an easy down the middle it's already chocolatey Mm -hmm. it's already there just got to make it better it's an easy transition it's an easy transition
3: that sounds delicious too
2: yeah 2006 ben and jerry's had a black and tan flavor okay it was it's been discontinued since but they you know they they got into it as well so these, these are the early doings. Uh, that's that's ice cream. Mm-hmm. Popsicles came about again. They got a little more uh, notoriety in 2010 at right. uh, uh, a place in New York called the Diablo Royale Este Saloon.
4: Diablo Royale. Diablo
2: Royale Este. Saloon. The Devil King something. Saloon. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- they, what they were doing there were, they were taking cans of Tecate. Okay. I heard of it. And injecting it with simple sugar syrup. Okay. Mm-hmm. And lime juice to All cut right. cut the ABV and then add a little more flavor to it. Yeah. And then they were shoving sticks into the cans. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were sticking the cans in the freezer. Ah, oh. Okay. And you're basically getting big adult push pops. <laughs> oh.
1: I love it. Son of yeah. a bitch. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it.
2: This is something that may have been lost to time because I believe that place is closed now. Mm.
1: Oh,
3: so there's an opening in the market.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I'm reintroducing this to the world, especially now that we have a bunch of cans for every fucking thing.
4: Yes. I, I was
1: actually looking uh, just did a, a bit of an uh, aside on that one. Uh, all three of the beers that we have here tonight are in cans. Mm -hmm. and it's it's interesting throughout the history of the show the transition that we've had from bottles to cans oh yeah just in the last two two and a half
2: years yeah that transition definitely definitely come within the period of the show so now i'm reintroducing this recipe because you can absolutely do it with this odd side yes this would be delicious
3: as a push yeah
2: you just make it ice (laughs) you just make it a push pop now yeah I don't even know if you have to add anything to it because no, for this one, not really. Not. Yeah, it's only I think it's only four or five percent, so you yeah. could Pro- do it right now. Yeah, you could probably freeze it easy. You just gotta shove the stick in it. <laughs> yeah.
3: This beer would also be really good as like a granita or um like that frozen Italian so like Bellini. You can make it into like a Bellini. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, a granita. So like you freeze it. And then like after an hour, you take a fork and you run it through there and then freeze it again. Mm. And it becomes like this really soft, almost like ice mixture, okay. but it's like fruit flavored or juiced flavor. I know what so. you're talking about, but the, ice?
1: <laughs> all I can think of is bolognese, but I know that's not it. <laughs> that's not it no. at all. <laughs>
2: i think you're just talking about trying to make water ice water ice
3: <laughs> sure like your homemade water ice yeah that's
2: how you make it you know you just run your fork through it and you get water ice <laughs> who invited this guy <laughs> i don't know if they still do a show
1: we should check into that
2: yeah maybe they should check in with us <laughs> yeah i not their mom <laughs> why don't you call anymore yeah you tell us <laughs> you tell us if you're still live and doing a show <laughs> so i i have a little bit more I, yes things you know they tend to these are all like top surface world stuff top surface world you'll understand as i go okay <laughs> I, all right the, you know ben and jerry's that's obviously very well known you know these this is all surface world shit. so is this something i just gotta strap in and just go for the ride well, yeah just listen just oh, listen okay. stop interrupting <laughs> Uh, If you want to get a little more deeper into the history, all you have to do is go on homebrew forums. Oh. That's where you start finding the experimental shit. That's the underground. (laughs) That's not the surface world. (laughs) That's the cellar dwellers. (laughs) Start getting to the OG shit. Yeah. Uh, I found people asking about using popsicles as priming sugar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um apparently because most popsicles contain seven grams of sugar in them Mm. uh, you can melt them down and in general it takes 14 popsicles to you know prime and carb a five gallon batch that's actually not bad at all it's not too terrible you'll you'll get a little bit of it watered down Mm. it'll water down a little bit Mm. but you know you'll also maybe get some of the flavor maybe get some of the (laughs) so you probably just boil some of that off you could if you wanted to could if you wanted to yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, i I was also finding you know different recipes for how to you can find all kinds of beer ice cream recipes on the internet Mm -hmm. like they're all over the place uh and i found uh, like a lot of people were suggesting using like dme (laughs) on their ice cream (laughs) yeah and lme (laughs) So if you're a homebrewer, you know what that is, but we're talking dry malt extract and liquid malt extract.
3: Oh, yeah, no, <laughs>
2: yeah, no. I, I, you know, it's it's kind of like syrup, and you're putting a little bit of syrup on onto. I, it's very caramelly. Yeah, I saw some homebrewers oh. exalting the praises of that. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, you know you dive into the deep deep and you'll find some <laughs> <laughs> you'll find some weirdness uh the other thing I was doing though while I was in the deep underground in the upside down <laughs> of the homebrew world was <laughs> I, stranger I was
3: Things reference. yeah
2: I, I was looking for uh kind of like the, the origins for some of these summertime treat beers because anytime you anytime you see something on the top market it's Bound to have been done in the homebrew level yeah like we adam and i find that all the time when we go to homebrew events mm-hmm. like we'll have like cucumber beers yes and then now there's a bunch of cucumber beers coming right. out right
3: like the key lime pie beers that we had at the north hills home mm-hmm. festival right. like
2: don't be surprised if you see a bunch of key lime beers yeah, yeah. they are the leading edge right yeah so the homebrewers are always experimental yeah and then top brewers steal their ideas <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I was kind of looking to see you know what were the earliest uh earliest instances of maybe like an orange creamsicle that's kind of what i focused on mm-hmm. yeah we did have an orange cream beer here we did and i wanted to see if i could find an early instance of that because it seems like an easy thing to transition like we were talking about how guinness ice cream is easy you know guinness is easy to transition and an ice cream it seemed like creamsicles were easy to transition yeah i found two recipes They both date back to 2011. Okay. One was in February of 2011, posted by OctoFlab on the Homebrew Talk.
1: That's an awesome name.
2: Yeah. And then uh, the other one was March 2011, and it was posted by J.K. Linnick. Linnick? Okay. Okay. It's just a bunch of letters (laughs) slammed together. (laughs) Uh, They surprisingly both were brewing these beers for their girlfriends and were looking for help on the recipes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, OctoFlab, he, they, they basically came down on the same uh, style of using uh, orange zest mm-hmm. in the uh, in, in the boil and the secondary, and uh, they differed. You know, OctoFlab wanted to use whole vanilla bean, and J.K. Lenick he wanted to use vanilla extract. So you know, and you had differences in hops and stuff, but it was interesting that two of the same kind of recipes popped up. Yeah. within a month of each other. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't really find anything that predated that. Hmm. The only thing I found that predated that was actually from a bigger brewery, Cigar City. Oh, okay. Ah. And so in 2010, Cigar City released a Creamsicle IPA. Okay. They only brewed it once. And then never again. <laughs> never again. Hmm. They do have an orange cream school out there now, but I don't think it's the same thing. Gotcha. Yeah.
3: So that almost took the approach of, we're going to try it, work on it, Maybe re-release it.
2: Maybe, yeah, yeah. It may as something different, right? It may have came it came about in a different format. Yeah.
3: How much orange zest would you need to use as a non-home brewer asking home brewers how much orange zest would you need to use in the beginning stages of a beer for it to get for you to impart that orange flavor and mm-hmm. second part would you need to supplement that with any type of extract or juice as well.
1: Adam, do you want to answer or? No, because I don't have an answer. Okay. Uh, I,
2: I, well, then I have it. I do have any. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah.
1: I can answer. The second part of that yeah. is you can add enough to be able to not require an extract. Okay. Um, and I think there's a lot of purists that would say that that would be the way to go. Okay. Because uh, you'll get a, a, a more pure flavor. Uh, because there are some extracts out there and I've never used an orange extract In particular, uh, but there are some extracts out there that do have. uh, You can tell it's an extract being used. Okay. Uh, So if you can avoid it, avoid it, and that just means you have to use more, and usually a lot more of whatever your base ingredient would be. Okay. Mm -hmm.
2: Mhm. And yeah, like Adam was saying, it mostly just comes down to freshness and actual, you know, purity of the, you know, what you're putting in so according to the recipes that these guys posted and i kind of agree with them and you kind of find this in general is when you're using some sort of flavor additive like orange zest or lemon zest or lime zest you usually only use about two to four ounces oh okay yeah
3: that's oh i thought it would be a lot more
2: not yeah not 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 that much but i mean you got to consider what four ounces of lemon zest is that's a that's lot a of, lot of z- <laughs> yeah. yeah that's
3: like a costco size bag right <laughs> zest right there
2: yeah I, I think you can achieve kind of the same thing by just putting three whole oranges okay. whole pork, you know because you can get the flavor and you can get some yeah. of the juice in there mm. and get some of the sugars yeah okay
1: yeah. Or, or if you're gonna use the the lemon zest you're gonna have to make a
2: whole lot of lemon squares afterwards <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think right. i think the zest will give you a lot more um it'll give you a lot more aroma yeah mm-hmm. that's where it, all the oils live right that that's what i was going to say next is the oils will affect and we said this on our line episode that we had five episodes ago. right but you know the citrus oils they will affect the uh the head retention on your mirror. Okay. so okay be aware of that mm-hmm.
3: sorry just wanted to i had wanted to ask my question all no, good.
2: no good questions yeah I, I I actually did forget though. I I was saying I didn't find anything pre-2010 mm-hmm. and that's actually incorrect Oh, okay. I I found something. I found a couple things 2009 ish, but they weren't beer. They were mead Yeah, yeah. There, were, there were there were people making shooting for orange creamsicle mead And okay. they're using like orange blossom honey mm-hmm. and then adding vanilla into that makes sense so yeah, so that that may have been like kind of the is kind of the starting point mm-hmm. you know somebody saw a homebrew mead and they're like but i can do that for beer <laughs> just because i think before that a lot of times you would just find orange shandies and orange wits you know with peppercorn yeah. in them To mm-hmm. so not a lot of people shot for dessert but uh we know that's not the way things are nowadays nope. desserts are pretty big
3: <sighs> desserts are huge yeah
2: which and, i'm and, okay with yeah uh, i and i think uh from the little bit of research i did i think we can maybe trace that back to omnipolo
1: yeah yeah
2: so omnipolo in 2014 they introduced their ice cream series
3: oh
2: yeah and that was basically just all lactose and big flavors yeah yeah (laughs) they they started that shit they started making ice cream they made vanilla rocky road
3: Mm. pecan hitchhiker last year had their like neapolitan mm-hmm, ice cream mm-hmm, beer. right wasn't bad yeah yeah
2: no yeah i didn't have it but i i heard it was just as good as the Saga Tuck. Yeah. that's neapolitan. exactly where i
1: was gonna go right if not
2: better mm-hmm. but i mean yeah I so it's delicious yeah omnipolo was kind of the the start of that though all they, right yeah they, all they, right they,
3: omnipolo see you
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, they were the kind of the first ones to introduce you know lactose heavy ales and then a year later in 2015 is kind of the genesis of the milkshake ipa okay as we're dealing with now yeah (laughs) dealing with wow
3: 2015 for a milkshake ipa yeah wow
2: because again like omnipolo was the first one to really start marketing lactose heavy beers that weren't milk stouts Mm -hmm. uh and then tired hands kind of put out the first well-known milkshake ipa and then they got a bad review on beer advocate oh and the person who reviewed the beer said that you know milkshake ipas are not a style and they go against the trend of brewing and it's not something that should be done (laughs) swinging a miss on that one well tired hands the answer to that was they brewed five more immediately <laughs>
3: after that. good for them
2: yep yeah and uh, omni actually did wind up collaborating with them as well so all right this kind of cements that in there mm-hmm. uh but yeah like i mentioned you know milk stouts have been they're obviously the genesis of lactose beers to begin with and that dates all the way back to 1907 but that's just stouts that's just you know making mm-hmm. things yeah. softer and sweeter mm-hmm. yeah not as bitter I believe in my deep dives, though, I found patient zero for the milkshake IPA. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I found patient zero for all of this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, on the, it's back on the homebrew talk forums. Mm-hmm. And this is posted March 8th, 2009. Okay. okay. And it, the, the title of the post was lactose in an IPA? And this was posted by CPZ28. And I'm just going to read his post. So I missed my gravity on an IPA I brewed. Got cocky and sparged too fast. The beer is extremely bitter and dry. I need to balance it out some. Would the addition of lactose into an IPA be absolutely absurd? Uh, Beer is in the secondary right now, awaiting dry hopping. If you guys think it'll taste like complete shit, then say so, and instead I'll just blend it with another batch. Thanks adam, <laughs> <laughs> that, right, were, adam. Yeah. that was not me right i just thought it was very apropos because adam was the first yeah <laughs> yeah and
4: adam was
2: yeah yeah uh there was only one reply uh it was by david 42 and he suggested you know two to three ounces of lactose wouldn't hurt but he really suggested that you just steep more crystal malt oh. to balance it out that way mm-hmm interesting yeah, but I, I just thought that was very that seemed to be very the the genesis of everything because you know Adam seems to be very incredulous mm-hmm. about even putting lactose in an IP, IPA to begin with. It's not something that had occurred to anybody at that point, right? Right. Yeah. He and he he was worried about what it tasted like, so the knowledge, the lack of replies, means that the knowledge is kind was kind of out there at the time because mm-hmm. David only suggested two to three ounces nowadays if you're doing a five gallon batch you're probably putting a pound in yeah you know yeah (laughs) like I I, ludicrous amount right you're putting a pound in of lactose so Mm -hmm. yeah but uh yeah that that seemed to be patient zero Hmm. just someone is like is lactose in an ipa absolutely crazy is this cool (laughs) let's see what happens yeah
3: well 10 years later adam
2: 10 years later here Here we we are. are here we are cp cpz 28 you started this this is on you you're the monkey who bit Dennis off oh good lord (laughs) or something I don't know I haven't watched outbreak in a long time I haven't either it's been a while but yeah I thought I just thought that was kind of interesting going back and looking into the homebrew archives of seeing how a lot of these I mean essentially they're all trains that like come together and that's how you get decadent ale Right of like dry hopping double IPAs throwing a shitload of lactose in and throwing a bunch of candy in and all these trains smash together and you get decadent ales and you get Omnipolo nonsense and you get (laughs) 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 tired hand comes in yeah (laughs) screw you we're making five yeah nice that's kind of that's kind of the evolution of summertime treats you know as they relate to beer you know that's how we got beer popsicles and beer ice cream back in 2005 and then Homebrew wildin' out. <laughs> 2009. And here in 2019. Here in 2019, we enjoy the fruits of those labors with the prickly pear, cactus, pineapple, fruit sickle cool, by oddside Ales.
1: I really like this beer. I enjoy it. I really, really like it. I think this is a fantastic refresher
3: it is very refreshing yes
1: this is this is a fantastic summer beer a summer treat beer uh in so much that it is not a a classic you know pale ale or cream ale or something like that that's going to be your classic beer taste this is a summertime treat through
2: and through yeah my only negative is uh it's just a little tart for me Mm. that's it
3: i agree with steve yeah. It's just a little tart for me, but it's not overwhelmingly tart, which makes me like it a little more.
1: I, uh, personally, I enjoyed that tartness. I thought that was good. Uh, it, it, but again, for me, my my top summertime beer would be the Ruby Redbird, which is going to have a little bit of that, that tartness to yeah. it from the, the yeah. grapefruit anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So this is in line with what I like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is in line with your palate. Mm-hmm. You like sours. I don't. <laughs> But right. yeah, I, I I could see like drinking one of these and then drinking something else. Fair. And yeah. then drinking another one of these. No, and, I could grab a, a four pack of this. Yeah, because like it it still is very refreshing. It's just you know the tartness is like. Mm,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah Got to clean the palate a little bit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. I want to make a push pop with it
1: now.
2: Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Take the recipe from the Diablo Royale Este Saloon. And start making your own push pops with all the cans that we have now. (laughs) All the cans. All
4: the
2: cans. All right. All right. Good to go.
1: Yeah. Cool. What do you say? We take a break, reload, segment three. We'll be back.
0: Hi. This is Two Girls on a Bench, the
3: podcast. We're two writers who tend to procrastinate just a bit. We like to snack. We like to talk. We don't have time to write, but we have time to do this podcast. We certainly do. Join us on the bench. Listen in at number two Girls on a Bench. <laughs>
1: welcome back everybody it is segment three the penultimate segment of hop nation usa episode 115 we are talking summertime treats steve it is your turn to bring in a beer a beer just a beer (laughs) what are we (laughs)
2: drinking yeah let's put some quotes around that but yeah (laughs) quote unquote beer (laughs) quote unquote beer I, i i haven't had it yet but i i don't know i'm thinking we're on the side of pastry yum yum time Delicious. <laughs> that would explain why you are providing this one yes it is that's one of two reasons the other reason is what we're drinking is the brewery orzata and what that is it's meant to mimic horchata uh-huh. and i am a big fan of horchata and it's a big summertime treat for me
3: i love horchata
1: <laughs>
2: So this is really just a me segment for you? Yes, it is. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Me time. Me time. (laughs) You guys can come (laughs) too. Yeah. It just happens that Kelsey is collateral in this and that she loves horchata as well. I
4: do. I didn't
2: know that. (laughs) And I didn't care when I bought it or when I decided to bring it on the show. This is just all about me and my yum yum (laughs) times.
3: Steve's just having some personal time in segment three here. Yes. And I'm just along for the ride because horchata is delicious.
2: Okay. Horchata is delicious.
3: Adam, have you had horchata?
2: I don't believe that I have.
3: We need to change that ASAP.
2: Let's do that. With right this now. Beer. Well, let's do that right now. As I pour this up, I'll, I'll actually kind of clue you in on to what horchata is. Horchata mm. is a traditionally Hispanic drink. Okay. That is made from rice and milk and sometimes evaporated milk mm-hmm. and cinnamon. Cina-
4: mm. Okay. Yeah, that's it's the the, right. big,
2: the big selling point is cinnamon. It's the cinnamon in it. But you get a real you get a real uh, sweet and cinnamony treat that's refreshing to beat the heat.
1: Uh-huh either before or after your siesta.
2: So uh, the brewery though has produced their own version of this and is a blonde ale brewed with rice and lactose and Natural cinnamon mm. and vanilla flavors added and it comes in at 7.2% IBU's who gives a shit? And I mean, it's pretty apropos because the brewery is located in Placientia, California ah. oh. Yes, so they they know how it goes I know how it goes because I've been to California, and horchata is so popular that you can just get it off the spigot at a Seven Eleven. Really? Yeah. No yeah. Way. Yeah. You can just walk into a Seven Eleven, get a nice big gulp, and stick it under the you know machine, and then it comes out. At least the one in Van Nuys that I went to a lot. <laughs> Good enough for me. Wow,
3: yeah. I want that in my life.
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: I want an unending horchata tap <laughs> next to my unending Bailey's tap
2: <laughs> next to my unending Southern tier creme brulee tap yep. <laughs> next to my end unending Jameson and ginger tap <laughs> my One taps would dream. kill me <laughs> but you would die with a smile on your face Oh yeah I'll be I'll be fine with it I'm not gonna be mad that I'm dead yeah just <laughs> why did I do this to my yeah <laughs> <laughs> just accelerates the process a lot but uh, looking at this beer though yes it looks like a Blondale. Yeah. It does a bit, a bit hazy. Yes, it looks hazy oh, because there's mm-hmm. probably a whole bunch of shit in it. Right, <laughs> right. It, it was brewed with rice, is you know, as already mentioned, and uh, you know, lactose. So yeah, that's why it looks like it does. On the nose,
1: smells like smells like
2: horchata, I assume. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh it it smells sweet
2: i don't i don't know that i get enough cinnamon Okay, but that's not really a big feature of horchata Mm. because it's usually pretty milk based so gotcha (laughs) you smell milk (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) that means it's good i smelled it it's good
1: okay it's good Mm. summertime treats yeah yeah wow summertime treats i like it okay that's okay. a plus i'd like it but i don't know if, if it if this is personal taste i don't know that i would have this in the summertime okay i think this would be more of a fall time early winter kind of drink
2: uh you know personally horchot is an anytime drink <laughs> fair the yeah. oh, for you it's any yeah. weather is stout weather so that too. <laughs> yes
4: i'm Same not a, I'm,
2: I'm not a good barometer <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i, I kind of get what you're saying though because it does have a little bit of that thickness mm-hmm. it's good yeah. oh yeah it's really good don't get me wrong on that one but yeah. it
3: is a little heavy yes. yeah and it definitely has the cinnamon mm-hmm. which i think does evoke more of like a fall time mm-hmm. cidery spiciness mm-hmm.
2: yeah 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 it's a the cinnamon is it's pretty cinnamon forward yeah and it's a little not you know not spicy but it's spiced
3: but it's delicious
2: yeah yes. so yeah overall it's still delicious it i don't think it perfectly captures what hor- horchata is adam so i think you should yeah. you know make this go own. get horchata yeah
1: yeah
3: it has essence of horchata but not true horchata-ness
2: that's a
1: good album name essence of horchata thank you
3: <laughs> thank you it's,
1: right,
2: a good, it's a good flamenco album <laughs> write that one down yeah I, I i will say because it is a Blondale though it doesn't uh drink as heavy as a real thick stout yeah, true it's yeah true. so it, it it comes off a little lighter than that but yeah this seems much more fall early spring yeah. winter yeah not 90 degree today right. Yeah. <laughs> right this is
1: not a poolside beer by any stretch <laughs> nah no. nah sorry it's not no it's, it's still good.
2: really good it's yeah still yeah. Really good.
1: <laughs> yeah uh so i'm gonna continue to drink on this i know kelsey's gonna continue to yeah. drink on this i don't know about steve though i don't know he might no i'm
2: done i've had enough
1: Bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. So whilst we all drink on our beers, it's time to play a game. Okay. Okay. It is time to bring back an all-time classic. We haven't done this on the show in quite a while. Right. It is time for Beer Fight. Beer Fight. Beer Fight. Beer Fight. Beer Fight. So for those that have never uh, experienced the joy that is a beer fight, what we're going to do is we're going to take two beers, bring them into the beer dome. That's Thunderdome, but with beer. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're going to fight them up, see which one would win. Now, when you do this, this is not for the actual physical beer. We are taking the namesakes of these beer and we figure out which
2: would win in a theoretical fight. See, Kelsey, I, I know you watch a lot of superhero movies. I do. So I feel like you can relate to the idea of like who would win in a fight, Hulk versus Superman.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: We're doing that, but okay. with beer. Yes.
3: Oh, okay great yeah. okay
2: thank, <laughs> you. thank yeah. you yeah I, I i figured yeah but i figured that's why we will try to bring it back because we never did this with you before no mm-hmm. we've tried it other times to varying successes and I really think we're just chasing the dragon from the first time we ever did it Yeah. and Adam had a really good pun about the Edmund Fitzgerald so
1: <laughs> I make no guarantees
3: Adam on that would one. have a good pun about the Edmund Fitzgerald
2: yeah, <laughs> Adam, Adam just had a really good joke involving the Edmund Fitzgerald <laughs> and we laughed really hard and then the segment never really worked after that. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll try again you shot
3: too high yeah that's right let's <laughs> see if we can recapture some of this
1: magic so just for example uh, this is we're not going to get into a, a deep discussion on this one but for example um the first beer that we're going to uh put into the arena is the steve uh and that is by uh brewer wastit out of poland uh versus the adam that is from zero day in harrisburg oh okay which would win in a fight
3: where's the first one from again poland where's the second one from again harrisburg yeah poland (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay all right <laughs> i don't think i'm that Polish. Yeah. if you told me this beer was from hungary i'd be like oh i need to just keep that on tanned right. all the time yeah. yeah yeah um yeah no but i'd totally whoop your ass so probably <laughs> probably yeah even even in my old fat state at this point you've <laughs> got reach right i mean you know i still got you reach a
3: wingspan yeah
2: mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll get gassed in 30 <laughs> seconds <laughs> so i just gotta run around well no because i'm not going to chase you i'm not stupid <laughs> all right it's just it's either it's a stalemate and you never come within my reach <laughs> or or i'll hurt you <laughs> okay all right steve all right. wins go oh, poland
1: i don't want any of this
3: <laughs> sorry adam that's
1: okay i knew that was coming you're the one who
2: asked for the fight
1: <laughs> it's just setting the tone just setting right the tone. right it's all an right. easy yeah. yeah yeah so these are all not necessarily you know
2: As cut and dry. Yeah,
1: some of these are a bit abstract. Uh, For example, uh, the first one is the Swipe Right uh, by Barrel Theory Brewing Company out of St. Paul, Minnesota, versus Forever Alone by Resident Culture out of Charlotte. (laughs) Which one would win?
2: Okay. Okay. Abstract, but we're talking lifestyles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Given the choice. I've actually made the choice now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm vol. I think I I think I'm volcel before there that was such a thing. (laughs) Sorry, my dude. Well, no, it's just like I'm too poor and ugly anymore. I don't care. (laughs) So I'm just gonna forever alone. (laughs) This this did not take the turn that I was hoping for. Well, that's that's what you're putting though. You're putting for. Do I want to constantly chase like disappointment Mm -hmm. and meaningless? connections with people for that chance of you right know, well getting that wheat from the chaff maybe if you're if you're you i feel like if you're using tinder mm-hmm. you're kind of using tinder for one reason you're not i don't know i don't know many people that have come together on tinder in lasting loving relationships true yeah like maybe bumble so there I again. do I do
1: know multiple couples that have met through online dating. Yes. Right, yeah. I'm not I'm not But bas- that's different from yeah.
2: Tinder. Yeah, I'm not bashing all online dating. Right. Like you know, uh what's the what's the one I used to use? Uh,
3: OK Cupid?
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like OK Cupid, you can you can kinda run the gamut of what you want off of there. Mm-hmm. it's a a nice market (laughs) i was gonna go with christian mingle nope plenty of fish they they don't let me on that one (laughs) e-harmony Date? they don't let me on e-harmony either i don't have my shit together (laughs) (laughs) did you tell them you have a linkedin profile no (laughs) actually i think it's if you because i think uh, at the time i was just looking for nothing permanent Mm -hmm. and e Harmony's about that Ah, yeah. they're they're a yeah. the lockdown site, right? So they kind of ask you, like, are you going for you know long term commitment? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, eh, not really, not at this point. Like, three months is a thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, we won't, we don't want your kind. I'm like, well, I don't want to be part of your freak ass country club <laughs> <problem> anyway. <laughs>
1: Well, okay, then.
3: Wow, okay.
1: So I guess we're going to go with the forever alone. That's just what I'm picking. Okay, Kelsey. Feel free to debate me.
3: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> what are you going with, Adam?
1: So I, I, I'd i go with the swipe, right?
3: That's where I'm leaning.
1: That's where I'd go.
3: I don't know. Just even a momentary connection just is so much better than being forever alone.
2: Yeah, you, well, <laughs> see, you guys, like, don't understand what it means to just be... Uh I, I I don't need that connection anymore. I I can take care of myself. I can cook, I can sew, I can <laughs> <laughs> self-reliant. Yeah, yeah, I'm terminally self-reliant <laughs> and individualistic, so I don't know. I have no interest in having children. So, uh, yeah, 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 I don't care. Okay then. Yeah. All right. You got you guys are, you know, you both run on hope and you're both in you know both run on hope <laughs> yeah, you do you both run on hope and you're both in uh a, uh a, a, a loving relationships, so <laughs> I understand why you would pick swipe right
1: <laughs> i didn't I was hoping to keep this light Nah, right, you got
2: to be you gotta be honest on podcasts that's what people like, <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> i'm fine that i run on hope that's yeah fine. no it, yeah. It,
2: it's worked out for you guys yeah. it, you know you guys both are in loving relationships and mm-hmm. i don't run on hope i run on like uh, uh horchata <laughs> <laughs> so if you moved the van eyes
1: where you, you had it on tap at all times uh-huh. you'd never die
2: oh yeah i'd be fine i i would be immortal because i could have a avocado and horchata all the time and i would start talking like this <laughs> that's hella dope
3: <laughs> all the avocado toast in your life i'm going down to the beach (laughs) brah brah (laughs) brah i was driving down the the five, and i got on the 105
2: (laughs) i took the 405 and got on the five and went up to van nuys moving on because i can't take this (laughs) anymore you guys don't like california steve (laughs) no Hmm. brah (laughs)
3: California Steve makes a comeback
1: (laughs) No I don't want that at all So the next one is The Panzerbach That is by Rodell Brewing out of Peoria, Illinois Or the Sherman Stout Hmm. Out of James River Brewing Of Scottsville, Virginia Mm.
3: What was the first one?
1: The The Panzerbach. Panzerbach Panzerbach I can tell you the answer I can too Yeah Back to back World War champs.
2: (laughs) Well, I was I was just gonna say it's a you know it's five Shermans for every four Panzers. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Carlin laughed at that one.
4: (laughs) Oh.
1: So I think that's unanimous. The Sherman Stout wins. Yeah. 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 Sherman Stout wins. (laughs) So in that tone, the next one that we have, and this one's an easy one. The first one is the Screaming Eagle by Bonfire Brewing out of Eagle, Colorado versus the communist pig by hogshead brewery out of denver colorado oh Uh,
2: i think communist pig wins how do you figure oh there's a billion and a half chinese (laughs) you're going on sheer numbers yeah okay
3: i'm going screaming eagle i think like
2: i gotta go screaming eagle as well
3: america
1: hell
2: yeah yeah you guys aren't bernie sanders supporters tired of it <laughs> wait we're not Bernie Sanders supporters. I don't feel the burn I guess not oh alright you're just going for screaming eagles not coming to speak yeah. <laughs> if Bernie Sanders eliminates
1: all the student loan debt I'm gonna be pissed
2: cause you didn't make the cut and you already paid cause I off. already
1: paid mine off yeah. where's mine uh-huh. take that nerd somebody go buy me a Camaro instead <laughs> that'll teach you to get your shit together
3: <laughs> <laughs> an adult real good
1: yeah bullshit mm. now teach you <laughs> Maybe i should just go get my graduate degree in something
4: yes. oh
2: yeah go back to school now there you yeah go. get go, my mba yeah go back to school now and then vote for bernie in 2020 Ooh. yeah yeah all right who's Got coming it? with me i'm coming, I'm with, coming you. with you yeah right. Fuck yeah game the system yo
3: <laughs> let's go i'll get our mbas yeah
2: okay yang gang i mean feel the burn there you go <laughs> 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 whatever
1: elizabeth warrens is <laughs> <laughs>
2: whatever any
3: of them are
4: <laughs> alright
2: Warren's a second look <laughs> that's all I got <laughs> oh my gosh I think you have to narrow the field to like five before you can get slogans out yeah. there yeah it's like 23
3: people. <laughs> there are know. too many
2: I accidentally entered I didn't know <laughs> when you got enough to field two NBA teams that's too many <laughs> yeah. Ooh, can we decide it that way yes, yes. fuck yeah five <laughs> on five indoor court <laughs> shirts for skins so. no
3: <laughs> what about all the people who sit on the bench then
2: uh, i don't know uh, i don't know well, if we're doing
3: two five on five we might as well just do like a little round robin make
2: it half court i think you can make four teams yeah you can make four teams oh, there you go yeah
3: all right round robin action mm-hmm.
1: i like it it's a democratic way <laughs> yeah <laughs> basketball,
3: <laughs> basketball. <laughs> sports
1: that's my America. extent of knowledge on that one apparently Kawhi Leonard is no longer in Toronto. Nope. Nobody cares.
4: Kawhi went to the Clippers.
1: He did. Yeah. Moving on.
2: Just the Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I know life. it is. I know.
1: <laughs> sounds like you're trying to start a diesel engine, but it keeps That's what, what he missing. sounds like.
2: <laughs>
4: oh my goodness <laughs>
1: this has gone off the rails
2: i like this segment it's working out for me it's working for me i like it today
1: <laughs> the next one the next one is yeah. the cougar slayer Ooh. by jagged mountain Ooh. out of Denver, colorado Ooh. versus guy on a buffalo by north pier brewing out of uh somewhere in michigan i can't read
2: my own writing i'm think this is just me versus you again <laughs> wait i was a cougar slayer hell yeah <laughs> oh yes all right Did oh you yes. slay those cougars hell yes i used to live in the south hills are you kidding me <laughs> i i understand <laughs> you, know, you know how many uh you know women just walking around the mall with husbands that are not rich and not doing anything
3: yeah yeah i do <laughs> all right then
2: i think i was more explaining for adam and the rest no, of the audience i, no, I picked
1: up on okay. it pretty quick okay all right
2: all right so cougar slayer mm-hmm. versus guy on a buffalo yeah i'm gonna cougar slayer from you know the the aside from the awfulness that i was just putting out mm-hmm. uh you know if you can take down a cougar with your hands pretty that's pretty badass anybody anybody can jump on the back of a buffalo they seem pretty chill i don't agree with that okay i don't know
1: i don't. I, have you ever seen the guy on a buffalo series <laughs> yeah but he trained it to
2: be badass. exactly he had to take yeah. the time he had to yeah, have I the patience the buffalo. <laughs> yeah but the thing is he trained it to be badass i'm just saying like he took a chill buffalo and made it a weapon. Got straight up by a cougar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he weaponized a
2: buffalo. Yeah, he weaponized the buffalo. Yeah, he's yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. It's awesome. Whereas cougars are already weaponized, mm. and you got to fight. They're already
1: fierce. Yeah.
2: So natural fighters versus trained
1: fighters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: But I feel like with buffalo, like in the herd, you could get like a stampede going. You yeah, but board. that's for
2: anything.
1: <laughs>
2: that's just for mm. anything big cows you i was doing. gonna say
1: field mice if there's a stampede of field mice i don't have to worry about it
2: i don't know you'd probably get freaked out you get freaked out i don't yeah. get, you could probably just you freaked there. out you fall over you hit your head on a rock well that's
3: on you and then what you get smothered that <laughs> tiny field
2: mice yeah all right
1: now we're getting into some nightmare shit that i don't need to <laughs> deal with <laughs> yeah. should have brought it up
3: <laughs> cool. so you're going cougar slayer yeah what are you going with adam
1: i think um, i gotta go guy on a buffalo break the tie kelsey
3: as much as i like guy on a buffalo i have to go with cougar slayer yes like if you can tackle a cougar
2: yeah if you can fight it off with your bare you can hands
3: fight it off with your bare hands and you can slay mm-hmm. and look fabulous while doing it
1: right Whoa, oh, whoa 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 we didn't say anything about that
3: i'm just throwing it in there for a little spice why not
2: <laughs> fair point she All heard right. slay she's like yes
3: <laughs> yes one must slay 24 7
2: that's
1: i
3: is this segment going as you thought it
1: was? Not at all. Zero <laughs> percent.
2: But it is going good. It is good. Wow, well,
3: Yes, <laughs>
2: I cannot good. argue with that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Steve. I'm I'm, I'm going on Cougar Slayer there. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Uh, so, uh, the last one that we have is, and I really wish Sam was here for this one, because mm-hmm. I think he'd appreciate it. Okay. Uh, we're going to go with the Falcon Punch okay. by Lucky Hair Brewing out of Hector, New York, yes. versus the Peach Blossom. East. by 7th Sun Brewing Company out of Columbus, Ohio.
2: Mm. I, I, I'm sorry, you just did not make a good matchup on this one. I know. No. Yeah. The, the but fal- you understand what it is. Oh, yeah. That's okay, Super Smash good. Brothers and that's Falcon Punch all day every day, day Kelsey?
3: I'm going Falcon Punch all right, right, day every day. It <laughs> is
2: unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's Falcon Punch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, maybe if you found like a Star Fox or a, Z- or a Link... You know mm-hmm. even a Kirby theme, <laughs> you could probably work one of those three, not nah. but yeah, no, that if was you, an easy one. Yeah, if you play Peach against Captain Falcon, you're getting knocked the hell off.
3: <laughs> I do love Peach though,
2: she's got like a floaty umbrella or whatever.
3: Yeah, she does
2: to float herself right in that punch in the face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, she's doing it gracefully, though, like floating down on that umbrella.
2: super smash is uh you know that's not peach's game no No. tennis yeah you play her on tennis Mm -hmm. yeah i think maybe like you know the volleyball game that makes golf you get away with her on that Mm -hmm.
3: i take her a lot in mario kart
2: that's fine i think she's middle of the road Mm yeah you know like mario she can be great right in certain she just has to believe
1: in herself yeah she does so there you go that is beer fight everybody
3: beer fight
2: decided beer fight all things are final
3: i liked beer fight i think you. beer fight's do this. a good time
2: it worked out this time it worked out mm-hmm. i think it was good this time hell yeah we'll bring it back another time yes we, we just have to find the right people to do it with mm-hmm. and kelsey yeah. you are on that list yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Yes. yeah i made the list
1: you just made the list
2: uh, <laughs> that's wow. not jericho's gimmick anymore
1: i know <laughs>
2: don't worry it's still
1: mark madden's i think uh, probably. I don't know. I got satellite radio, so I don't have to listen to him anymore. Right. So it's
2: much better. <laughs> I just listen to NPR. <laughs> yeah. Also better. Yeah. I mean, all things considered. You know who else is better than Mark Madden? Hmm. This beer. Or by the brewery.
1: Bah, 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 bah. So where are these guys out of?
2: They're out of California. California. Okay. Yes. Uh, if you go up to Vintage Estates, they have a shitload of brewery stuff. Nice. Shitload. So Ohio gets brewery man p.a don't get brewery <laughs> p.a needs up their game but yeah the orzada i enjoy this beer very much so even though it's probably not the best you
3: horchata know representation
2: well it's not the best horchata representation and it's uh not the best summertime treat no no it could, is not if you're if you're like me and you just hang out in the uh, air conditioning a lot this is fine <laughs> this is this is a good uh, constant 72 degrees right. beer. here yeah it's good for that but that you know again that's also why i drink stouts all summer too, so <laughs> it doesn't matter
3: stouts all day
2: all day or a day mm-hmm. should we go to the podium we can go to the podium let's go to the podium i'm ready for the podium okay
1: all right. you want to start us off
2: yeah okay uh honestly it's just gonna go in the order that we drank them. <laughs> <laughs> Bronze, I'm gonna give to the Soft Swerve by Captain Lawrence, the milkshake IPA that's supposed to be an orange creamsicle. It's okay. I don't know. I feel like I've had better representations of the, this kind of style going for a creamsicle. You know, what's a really good beer that has a creamsicle flavor to it, and it's actually refreshing? What's that? And I don't know if it's. Act- I don't know if they're around anymore. Uh, but Buffalo Bills i'm not familiar with that one
3: familiar with that one
2: yeah it's a it's a brewery but i honestly haven't seen them in such a long time they either just lost their distro in pa or they might not even be around anymore but they had an orange and it tasted exactly like orange creamsicle the captain lawrence kind of falls short on that it doesn't taste like orange creamsicle it's not super sweet like a decadent ale would be it's just thick (laughs) and uh yeah i don't I don't hate it but it's also not refreshing mm. so yeah I, I don't know it's okay i'm not gonna turn it down anytime it's around but eh, eh. there's more refreshing beers and there's more deserty beers out there mm. this one just kind of falls in the middle of not being either the silver i'm gonna give to the prickly pear cactus pineapple fruitsicle by odd side. uh these the, the fruitsicle series is pretty damn good overall mm. Like They're all refreshing. They're all full of really good fruit flavor I know we've said some negative things about their stouts in the past But their fruits cool series is what you should be focusing on because they kill it with these uh, Personally this one just had that little bit of tartness for me that I didn't love So that's why it's going in silver, but otherwise super refreshing really good for a hot day anybody who's suffering 90 degree heat should be able to enjoy this <laughs> uh, I, I for some reason i feel like this beer might not reach arizona where it would be most welcome <laughs> because they have cactus and heat <laughs> but uh, otherwise yeah yeah pretty good beer i enjoyed it in the gold though is going to the orzata by the brewery it's a really good easy drinking beer it it's nice. It's not sickeningly sweet, for me at least. It might be for somebody else. I don't know. But it has that nice flavors that, you know, I'll drink it anytime. It's not a summertime treat per se because it's not as refreshing as the odd side. But it has just enough flavor that it makes me want to keep coming back to it over and over. Cinnamon does make you think a little bit of fall spice. But the rest of the beer is light and refreshing enough that it counteracts that so yeah overall that's what i'm thinking kelsey what were your thoughts on the on the wares from this episode
3: um i think in my bronze this evening i need to put the soft swerve from captain Lawrence brewing i really wanted this to be like a really decadent creamsicle ale i wanted more of that vanilla i wanted more of that maltiness i wanted more of that orange i wanted it to be more refreshing and it's just a little heavy it's actually very heavy. I was a little disappointed in it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, I like the orangey taste of it though, but it was just a little too thick and a little too heavy. My silver this evening, I'm torn because I like both of these beers that are left, but I can't believe I'm doing this. I have to put the Orzata in my Ooh. silver this evening. It is a delicious beer. It is a nice blonde. It's cinnamony. I just don't know if it has as much refreshing, as many refreshing qualities as the odd side fruit sickle, which is unfortunate. But I would drink this. I'm with Steve. I would drink this any time of the year. It's delicious. But my goal this evening is going to the odd side prickly pear cactus pineapple fruit sickle beer. This beer was surprisingly tasty for me when I saw that it was a fruit beer like a very fruity beer Mm -hmm. I was like oh no I don't know if I'm gonna like this but as soon as I tasted it it was just crisp it was refreshing I didn't mind the tartness Um, normally I'm not a huge fan of sours but I'm learning to like them a little more so the tartness was great it was refreshing I could drink a couple of these I think it would cool me down in the summer so yeah I'm putting the fruit stick on the gold,
1: right on. Adam. So for me, I am going to uh, reflect what you said, Kelsey. The uh, the soft S- swerve uh, by by Captain Lawrence. I mm, when well, I expressed my concerns with it in segment one, so I'm not going to go back into it. But it, for me, it was a bit heavy for what it was supposed to be, especially if it's supposed to be a summertime treat. I, it just, it, it didn't have enough to pull itself outside of the, uh, the third place, uh, the bronze medal position, so that's where it's going to stay. Uh, the brewery, having the uh, Orzata, very good beer, well-executed beer, but to me this is something that would be more in the fall, spring, winter time. It's, it's not a summertime refresher, very good beer, I'm going to have to keep an eye out for it so I can get it again, but... Uh, If I'm poolside, this is not the one I'm going to be drinking. It is going to be the Odd Side Ales. The Prickly Pear Cactus Pineapple Fruit Sickle. Uh, Great beer. Refreshing. I know uh, that the other two weren't huge fans of the tartness of it. Uh, That was kind of a drawback for you guys. For me, it wasn't. Uh, For me, I thought that was an asset to the beer. I liked it. I thought it was very drinkable. It was something that would be fantastic poolside so that's why it is in the gold medal position and i got more of those in my fridge so hooray for me you won yes
2: good for you
3: you are Agreed. the winner this evening yes. <laughs>
2: Well, then, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, like Stitcher Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Laughable Player FM, Spotify.